Hi, before we get started, just a quick heads up. The Canadian Advisor Tech Expo is going to be taking place on November 14th to 17th between 12 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time, virtually online. It is the premier conference for advisors to learn more about technologies available to them and about transforming their digital practice. Please note that the previous ad before my podcast had the incorrect date. This is a correction. Hope to see you there. And now on to today's show. Well, welcome to FinTech Impact. I'm your host, Jason Pereira. Today on the show, I have Brooker Belcourt, founder of Cubby. Cubby is an online platform for new and aspiring portfolio managers to earn credibility by sharing their ideas, their best ideas online in order to establish a track record and hopefully establish a career in portfolio management. And with that, here's my interview with Brooker. Brooker, thanks for your time. Ah, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it. So Brooker Belcourt, tell us about Cubby. So Cubby solves this problem that it's really hard to find the next great investment analyst. So if you think about sports, if we're going to go out there and try to find the next great basketball player, we can pretty easily find them and we know who they are. There's leaderboards all over the internet about them. There's scouts scouring the world to find them. We're, we have this infrastructure built up to find them. But if we want to find the next great investment analysts, we have nothing. There's no leaderboard online that tells us that. So Covey seeks to solve that by creating a community to find and reward the best investment analysts so that we can all copy them and generate higher returns. Right. So let's talk about uh, where the idea for this came from. How did Covey come to be? A lot of things coming together, for sure. So my background, I spent the last seven years working at hedge funds. I was an analyst covering internet stocks, most recently at Citadel, before that at a Tiger Cub, before that at Co2. So my background's in that space. I interviewed for a ton of spots, hired a bunch of analysts to work with me. And so I had this firsthand experience of trying to go and find great investment analysts. And it's really hard. And it always struck me as odd that we're this like crazy data-rich world investing, and yet we have no way of like sorting through the masses to find the best. And so originally, I built Copy for myself to show my investing track record so I could share it with anyone and prove to other people that I was great. And then other people started to love the product and started to use it as well. And so we saw all these use cases. People were using it to get jobs. People were using it to launch potential funds. And so we thought, wow, we can do so much with this. And so we opened it up to anyone. And that's where it started. And, and we've got a lot of stuff um, in the future where we're heading. Okay. So talk to me about the experience. So this is a platform for basically people to come in and prove they know their job. So why would aspiring analysts come on here? I mean, I already covered a little bit of the intro, but talk to me about how it is you solve the problem of discovery. Yeah. So people use Covey for a lot of reasons. They use it to credentialize themselves. They use it as a way to get into investing, to learn more about it, to play with virtual cash before playing with real cash. And they use it to earn rewards. We pay out a lot of rewards on our platform. And so all this ends up with a leaderboard that you can rank yourself and see how great of an investment analyst you are. And then you get to learn from the top if you're not in the top, see what they're invested in, see how the greats are managing money. It's kind of like playing cards for the first time with the hand open, the cards all up. Excellent. So basically, you're, you're establishing that track record. Okay. So that is the incentive is one thing. It's just to basically get out there and prove you know what you're doing. But talk to me about Covey does beyond that. So you're basically letting people post their ideas. You're ranking them on performance. You're establishing a performance track record. All is value, all valuable. But talk to me about basically why a non-analyst would want to look into your platform. 
Yeah. So just to understand how it works, anyone can join Covey. You create a virtual portfolio of equities, ETFs, and cryptocurrency. So you're adding like a 10% position in Facebook, a 10% position in Google, 10% position in Ethereum. You can even go short as well. You build this up and that immediately enters you into our leaderboard and our monthly reward system. And then we track 50 metrics in real time. So you have the shareable portfolio that's like crazy robust, probably the most robust mock portfolio software online right now. And so that's awesome. And what this leaderboard then does is it allows others who maybe not want to like prove their worth on coming, maybe not like super passionate about investing, but now you have this leaderboard where you can see who the best investment analyst is and what they're invested in. And so there's this tendency of great analysts to stay great. And so if you look at what the best have done over the last year, their ideas are likely to perform over the next year. And so you can see those ideas and they're all live on Covey right now. And you can see what our top 10% is invested in and then start putting those investments into your own portfolio so that you can generate more wealth and ride on the back of these great analysts we have on ours. So bottom line is looking for ideas. This is the place to come. You can actually follow your favorite sports star in a lot of ways. And uh, actually, unlike, uh, unlike being able to, sh- you'll be able to shoot like LeBron, but uh, if there's a LeBron on this platform, you'll be able to trade like them. Is that pretty much the message? That's the message. Yeah. And we're, we're going to build it more infrastructure to make it easier for people to follow and get the benefits of following the LeBron James of investing. Excellent. So that's the current, basically, implementation of this. Now, you mentioned rewards. Talk to me about how the rewards mechanism works. Yeah. So we wanted to have rewards originally to incentivize people to come to our platform to contribute ideas. And then we started to realize, wow, all these ideas that are being contributed to our platform are crazy valuable. And there's a lot we can do with this huge database of community investing ideas, right? We could sell it to hedge funds. We could launch a fund off of it. So there's huge value and our analysts see this value. So instead of paying out in other people's tokens and stable coins, we thought, well, why don't we create our own token and reward those to the best investment analysts on the platform and give them a share in the value being created by this platform so that when we launch future products off of it, we can return some of that value back to the people who created it and create this whole circle, uh, returning value to the people who create the data. So talking about the value that those institutions are seeing right now, I mean, I can think of some ways, but from, from your standpoint, why is this information valuable to others other than just um, you know, the people who look into copy ideas? That's a great question. So why is this community database valuable? Um, there's like the easy way to describe it is one, when you start recording your ideas and building a track record, that is kind of like your portfolio if you're an artist And it tells you all the work that you've done and all the great ideas that you've had. And you can use that to go and get a job in investing. You can use it uh, to become a fund manager. You can use it for a lot of things. And the cool part is like, we actually post all your trades to an immutable ledger Uh so that you don't have to hire auditors to come in and verify your Fidelity account or your E-Trade account, which is actually really expensive. And so we're hoping to drive that cost down to to almost nothing. So that's like, to you, you get that immediate value. And then if if you're great and you start earning more and more tokens, you're you're contributing to this database that has value where we can sell this data to industries like the alpha capture industry, which is this $300 million industry of hedge funds buying data, purely idea data. And that has been blocked off to retail analysts forever. And the people who are making that $300 million 
are just these Wall Street banks. And so we wanted to open that up to retail analysts because we believe they have great ideas. So it's another way to, that this data has value. And the last part, the data has value that I think I'm most excited about is these top analysts tend to outperform. And so if we built a fund around the top analysts, their ideas, we could allow anyone to invest in that fund and generate even more wealth than they're already doing now. And then we can compensate some of these undiscovered investment analysts who otherwise wouldn't have been able to manage money. So um, the compensation of analysts uh, to be managing money. So that's a bit of a, you know, is that a bit of a gray area right now? How does that work? I mean, this is yeah, just like equivalent to paying for a newsletter in some degree, right? Yeah, there's there's a lot of like tough parts about structuring a way to reward anyone for the great ideas they have and doing it like under an SEC uh, regulated entity. And so I know you have background there. It's definitely tricky. And I don't want to like go too deep into that because we could spend the whole whole call talking about the legal part. So okay, yeah, lawyers we, we can bring in on for episodes in the future if we need to handle that. So we, we don't have to uh, wax full yeah, soft. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, we're going to launch this product. I think the proof of the product being existing will we'll show you that we solved that problem. So I would just wait for that product to launch in 2023 and that will be proof that we did it. Excellent. All right, so that's, Pretty much where you are today. Is that about right? Yes. So the where we've created this community, there's hundreds of people on here right now investing in all these different ideas. We're tracking them, rewarding them every single month. You can earn tokens right now. And then in 2023, we're going to be launching this copy trading style product that allows you to invest in the top analysts. So that's the right. two come. So talk to me about that with the two come with the with the copy trading. How does that work? So basically what we've found, if we look at our data, is that if you take the top 10% of analysts on Covey, they are likely to be in the top 10% in the next month. So there is stickiness at the top of the leaderboard. So another way, we constantly reward the same people. And anecdotally, you see that, right? Warren Buffett is consistently the best investor year in, year out. And so we kind of observe that these great managers, great analysts tend to stay great. It's also been described in academic research as this phenomenon called performance persistence. And it's been observed in retail analysts. It's been observed in mutual fund analysts. It's been observed in private equity analysts. And so there's this tendency that the top analysts tend to stay as the top analysts. And so what that copy trading product that we want to build is going to flex is, is really pushing on that idea that great analysts stay great. And so if we can find the great analysts in a given month and invest in them in the next month, our portfolio will outperform. And so we've seen since we've been tracking this data in our community that investing in the top analysts of month N and seeing how they perform in month N plus one, that strategy is up like 20% this year, where the market is down like 15 or 20% right now. So huge alpha being generated by this community. And so the, the, the app that we're creating is giving that alpha to more people so they can experience this upside of investing in the best analysts. So that's the next one. Anything beyond that in the future you're willing to talk about? Or is that yeah. just behind the curtain? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we have dreams of. I think it's it's really, it's always going to be back to that mission of let's find and reward the best investment analysts for anyone to copy. I think there's there's a ton of barriers to entry to becoming a great investment analyst. And if you went to if you went to some Ivy League school or went to some big investment bank, you could probably become an investment analyst. But otherwise, if you're great, you may not be discovered and you can shout all you 
on, on Twitter, it's, it's just going to be hard. And so we hope to surface this amazing talent. And then we hope to allow investors, retail investors, access to this amazing talent because they don't really trust a lot of the institutions that have mutual funds now, or they can't really get access to ideas that are sitting at hedge funds because there's this million dollar minimum. There's a lot of barriers on both sides and we hope to drop those barriers down and create this new product. All right. So talk to me then about the people who are using the product and their experience, the analysts, what kind of success stories can you point to at this point? There's a lot of different people using this product. I mean, the easiest one that makes a lot of sense is students love it. Students come on here, they're new to investing. They can compete and share their investing ideas with friends. They use it to get jobs at hedge funds, use it to get jobs on Wall Street. That's an easy one. There's a lot of people who are working in back office jobs in investing who want to move to the front office, maybe start managing money. They use this to build their track record. There's a lot of those people on here as well. And then there's a lot of people who just love investing, right? It's the coder who's living in Phoenix who just you know, spends the nine to five coding, but has this alpha algo or this alpha strategy that they want to test out that they're running on Covey. And so there's a lot of uh, quants on here too, testing out their strategies. Okay. So they're st- testing it out. The end users, the non-analyst users. So their feedback, how's that experience going? The non-analyst users. So like the people looking at the data. Yeah, for the tra- for who are looking for trading ideas. Well, I mean, let's talk about the retail guy, like the person just looking for ideas as a DIY investor. And then we'll get into the actual you know, response you're getting from institutions at this point on the data quality. Yeah, there's the people using the community database for ideas to start investing. I'd say we need a way better experience. Right now, it's a lot of work. You have to manually go through and see what these analysts are invested in and put that into your E-Trade account. So it's a lot of work and it's just not a great experience. So we want to create this app that does a lot of the work for you. And so that one we hope to build on. And then you also asked about, well, what about the people buying the data? We've had a lot of interest um, from the hedge funds to buy our analyst data. And what we have to do though, is structure the right deal that benefits the community of people who contributed that data. We don't want to be some massive tech company that does not reward our analysts for their contributions. We want to make sure that they are feeling rewarded and keep um, being incentivized to contribute data. So we have to create some sort of a new deal structure to be able to do that. And so we're, we're working hard at that. Steph, well, still early days. All right. So I want to turn back to the entire reward mechanism, right? You have a token that basically can be monetized and can you can be used to basically reward the best analysts. Talk to me about how that entire reward mechanism allocates rewards to the different analysts. Is it just based on solely on short-term performance over a period of time, or are there other metrics taken into consideration? Yeah, it's a great question. So we originally launched this platform. We thought we'd pay analysts on a monthly basis based on their percent return in that month. And we started to realize that created all these bad incentives where people would lever up huge, go 500x long in Bitcoin. And if Bitcoin did well that month, they would win the, the monthly competition. And so that wasn't exactly what we're looking for. That doesn't make a great investment analyst if there are 500x long one, one security and just happens to do well. So we had to think with our community, how do we actually identify who is an amazing investment analyst? And we came together and we thought, well, let's come up with five or six metrics and look across things like total return, of course, but the sharp ratio, right? To think about volatility, uh, to look at the position hit rate. So how many of your ideas are doing well versus all your ideas? Position slugging. When you do well, how well does it do? Kind of like a VC metric. And so thinking about 
much more of the attributes that make a great investment analyst so that we can reward people on a short-term basis to think about incentivizing them constantly, keep them coming back, but at the same time, think more long-term about their portfolio. And so we came up with this thing called the alpha algorithm, which is governed by our community. So if you own the token, you have a share in governing this alpha algorithm, and that determines how we reward our investment analysts. Excellent. So uh, great. It's uh, making them, giving them rewards before they even get the full-time analyst position. Good work. Before we wrap up, there's three questions I'd like to ask everybody to end up positive note. Uh, the first question I have for you is if you had one wish or something you could change in your company, the industry as a whole, what would it be? I think if we could reduce the burden of regulatory on crypto and on investing generally, I feel like we're getting to the point where I understand the motivation of regulators, right? They're trying to protect the little guy and and protect us from all being um, hurt. But it just seems like we've gone so far and there's just so much archaic regulatory issues that are that are meant to solve something from 50 years ago that isn't really that important today. And we never remove that old stuff. And so we have all this like regulatory debt that we're stuck with. And I have to pay attention to all that stuff. And it's not really that important. And so, and I don't think it serves anyone. And so there's just so many hurdles that's blocking innovation. That's making it so hard for us. What we're doing is so simple. Let's just find the best investment analysts and invest in them. The regulatory issues to do that are tremendous. And so I would love if that stuff would just be reduced and almost to nothing and just allow us to innovate and see what happens and, and see if people actually do get screwed over to the degree that people would worry about, the regulators would worry about. Well, I would say, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I semi-voice um, your concern, share your concern. I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the regulation is there to protect people and it needs to be because there's been plenty of things that resulted in the need for the regulation. However, post-Sarbanes-Oxley, the burden on publicly traded companies just went through the bloody roof. So we've been seeing a decrease in all kinds of uh, all kinds of uh, in the listings the number of listed public companies so that's a problem and then yeah it just the problem is is this ever it's this layer of of almost swiss cheese right like you know they throw down regulation there's holes in it so they throw down another layer right and then that covers up some of the holes but now there's new holes and it just keeps on going and no one ever especially in the u.s especially with like even with your tax code which is hilarious no one ever goes back and says let's just wipe the slate clean and figure out how to do this fresh and make sure we accomplish the right objectives no 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 there's all this legacy of nonsense unfortunately i mean I mean, the good news is, is in a lot of what you've done and a lot of some of the you know, use of token, tokens and, and, um, and blockchain, you know, you're taking care of some of the regulations by design, right? Like it's you, you, a lot of ways you've made it a lot easier to comply just by the use of, you know, non-archaic technologies. Yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of solves that the blockchain has given us that allow a company to be created, which wouldn't have been possible before blockchain. Like our company just couldn't exist. We couldn't reward someone in New Zealand for instance, for their work. And so we would have yeah. never been able to find that great analyst in New Zealand because you couldn't use the banking rails. So that's yeah. a good solve. Absolutely. So second question, what's been the biggest challenging in the platform to where it is today? I think getting VCs on board was probably the highest hurdle for us. And so what we're doing is something that's totally new. No one's done before. I thought originally going to VCs and pitching them on something that's never been done, you would get immediate traction and then want to take a swinger on that. But that's not necessarily the case. They're obviously a lot safer with their investors' money. And I understand that. And so it's been really hard to convince people that this method could work where it has never worked before. It has never been really tried in this way before. And so we're doing something like totally new and totally unique. And we're pitching that to a lot of different people. And so we've had a lot of no's and we had to get some really courageous uh, VC investors to take a look at us. And that took a while. We just raised money in March. 
We've got great partners in social leverage and Portage. Portage is Canadian, one of the larger mm-hmm. VCs in Canada. So we're really excited about that, but that was really hard to convince them of it. Well, for another show, they've had many other companies on and several of the principals. So the last question for you is what keeps you getting up in the morning every day to keep on fighting the good fight that is entrepreneurship and pushing this forward? I love investing. I'm passionate. <laughs> when I wake up, I think about how's my portfolio doing. And I, honestly, I built Covey for myself. I'm one of the heaviest users of the product. And so what keeps me up every day right now is building this app that allows me to invest in the best analysts on Covey. I see them outperforming me every single day and it drives me crazy. I have FOMO and I want to get into their, their portfolios. So building that copy trading app is, is so exciting. And I love it. We also do some cool stuff in crypto that I'm really passionate about. And getting more people into crypto has been awesome. We, we have um, a lot of cool things on our site that make crypto like very accessible. I think a lot of the sites out there um, make it pretty tricky to earn rewards in crypto. But for Kavi, it takes like 30 seconds. Excellent. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for your time. Very much appreciated. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Great questions. So that was uh, Brooker Belcourt of Covey. Hope you enjoyed that. And if you're interested in seeing what those analysts are up to, by all means, visit covey.io. And as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please review on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, take care. This podcast was brought to you by Woodgate Financial, an award-winning financial planning firm catering to high net worth individuals and their families. To learn more, go to woodgate.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, or find more episodes at jasonperera.ca.